Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Every summer of mine be... is a white boy summer. Right, right, right. right. I, I don't, That's true. I don't really have the ability to have a different summer yeah same here yeah but it's the this is like the white boy summer apparently is it? <laughs> that's what we've been told that's, that's what, what that's what chet hanks is telling us yeah that's yeah, uh maybe it's yeah, true i don't know who did who am i look that's us he's talking about us yeah so it, he, he was speaking directly to me yeah <laughs> hi everybody hello everyone my name is david bell my name is tom ryman and we just watched You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice? Yeah, apparently. It's a bummer. Well, you only live twice. Welcome, Honorable 007. He's the one and only Sean Connery. Welcome to Japan, Mr. Bond. This is one of them James Bonds. It is. Tom. It is one of them this James is, Bonds. Uh, uh, a big, big, big thank you to Harris, our Patreon subscriber, who uh, who is producing this episode of We Just Watched. Harris wanted us to watch this, this yeah. James Bond movie. That is, is this one of the classic ones? I mean, it's it's one of the Sean Connery ones. I don't, what do you mean? I guess, okay, I'm not... I'm not very, um, I haven't watched a lot of old James Bonds. And so I assume there's stuff, there's ones that stand out more than others. There's the, so many. You yeah, know? there's a lot. This one is notable. This one is kind of more, uh, infamous. Um, it's, it's <laughs> That's the, a good word for what I saw. There's a, yeah, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is that it, this was the last one that Sean Connery did before essentially walking, a walking out. Uh, of of the bond role uh he left the role because he was kind of there's all there's been books written about this uh uh, other people do much better podcasts that are just about the james bond movies but basically there was a big fight between the producers over money they weren't really paying sean connery much this was kind of before this was a new idea at the time. You I understand, mean, like an ongoing series of the same actor playing the same character in like this huge multi-film franchise. This hadn't I'm, really been done before. I'm just imagining them putting him in Asian face and him standing there, like I should get paid more for this. <laughs> well, the, we're going to talk about that because the we're going to talk about that. One of the so yeah okay so there's the the first reason it's infamous <laughs> is because this is the last one sean connery did and then right after this one they brought in george lazenby for honor majesty's secret service who famously only did one james bond movie because he was so bad at it right uh, <laughs> so you know you know more james bond yeah um, yeah no i grew up watching the sean connery ones um okay yeah okay that's good to know because I've seen this movie before, but I totally forgot it. Oh, same. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is there's only a couple. Like this isn't one that you like. When you asked earlier if this is a classic, this isn't one like Goldfinger that you like remember. Okay, uh, I don't. Re- or like, uh, right. I mean, like Goldeneye, maybe. Like everybody, yeah. our age knows Goldeneye, right? Like everybody's seen that, right? Movie. 
you're a little fuzzier on die another day (laughs) right 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 exactly i i guess i know a lot a lot of people who i respect who know the old james bond and like them Mm -hmm. right yeah i have watched enough at this point that i i realize that i don't think these are very good i mean they're they're entertaining enough to watch but they're fucking dumb (laughs) yes they're incredibly (laughs) stupid okay yeah uh, and I I think there's a lot of nostalgia for them. Um, yes. I guess I wanted to you. So you have that you grew up with these movies. I didn't grow up with these movies at all. So I have I guess a more cynical probably view of these. Probably because I don't I don't have any fuzzy memories like about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, so this yeah, man with the golden gun. I remember because that's the guy with the third nipple, right? Uh, maybe that's the one with Christopher Lee and Roger Moore. Yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he have a third nipple? I think maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> so that's another one that isn't that infamous, or isn't that uh famous or well known? No, that it, that uh, one that one's extremely well known. I just oh, okay. I just personally haven't seen that one that often. I think I've only seen it twice. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this is okay. So is this the introduction of Blofeld? Is that what we're seeing? This here? is the first time you see Blofeld's face got it he's been like teased like dr claw in previous movies right what did Um, you think of this movie this movie is fine like this movie is you can you can feel a little bit that it's it's running out of steam at this point but like as a as a bond movie and specifically as a connery bond movie this is pretty standard okay like there's more there's a little more action in this one than in some of the earlier ones like um, really? Yeah, no, I have fonder it's it's interesting. I have fonder memories of like Dr. No and Goldfinger, which are two like really early Bond movies. Right. But those two movies are very slow. Huh. Uh this movie has more shit happening and it and is also consequently more bonkers, although Goldfinger does have a character who looks Sean Connery dead in the face and tells him my name is Pussy Galore. Right. Um right. this movie doesn't really have that. But, no, but it does have a hell of a first line for James Bond. I forget what he says. He's laying in bed. Uh, it's and he like says, oh, why do Chinese, Chinese girls taste different right. than all other girls? Yeah. And it was like, okay. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> here we here we fucking go. Screen- Dave, Dave, screenplay by Roald Dahl. Oh, Christ. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. In I the, didn't notice that. In, in the three-minute opening credit sequence, did you notice the screenplay by credit? is fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory roll doll. Uh, this feels like this is the movie that um, Mike Myers realized I have to make Austin Powers. They even reference a line in this movie in Austin Powers, the in Japan... Uh, men come first women come second Mm -hmm. um this is a deeply misogynist film but like that's i'm not shocking anybody by saying that all of james bond also i'm sure you'll find if you watch more uh particularly from this era from like the bond roger moore era you're gonna find a ton of things that are spoofed specifically in austin powers okay yeah he's just kind of riffing on the whole genre this is like in like flint okay yeah whole ass genre back then There's just such something so quaint about this where it's you mentioned it's the most action packed. I find that very funny because it's it. When is this? Is this 70s or 60s? 67. 67. It's such quaint 
action. It's like, hey, know, he that, jumped off. He like he like jumped off this side of this thing, and he falls into a padded box. Like those are the stunts, and they, it gets kind of crazy at the end. I was about to sure. say that Act Three like Doom Base invasion. I was like, yeah, man, they're shit- really things are really going off in this yeah. in this part of the film. But there's like a weird. It's. And they do they do drop a car from a helicopter into the Pacific Ocean. They do. That was, that, pretty, I, that that was, was very pretty, funny. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. That felt like cheating. She just calls in a helicopter to just pick these assholes up. There's just something it's it's not even that it's like the the fucking helicopter scene is hilarious because he gets in this tiny little helicopter. Yes. And he's got this little brimmed cap. And it's stuff like that where like whenever they introduce like gadgets mm-hmm. it's just so fucking funny looking. that's it's that's an issue with like every bond film the gadgets are in the gadgets seem to only exist to be used immediately in, yeah. mo- in most cases like you'll have q show up he'll explain exactly how something works and for the most part bond will use every single gadget within the next two scenes and he'll save one until the climax such as the cigarette right he'll save it for long enough that you almost forget about it and then he'll whip it out you're like oh that's right he had that other gadget and that's like that's like clockwork every bond movie is like that i was gonna say even the later ones yeah like the golden eye with the the pen grenade and golden eye yep yeah i do feel like the daniel craig one slowly got rid of that but honestly that's not a bad game to play i don't i don't mind that no i don't that's yeah, the games of James Bond work on me, although I am aware of them. Like, I don't go into these movies like, um, like, oh, no, that's fine. That's just because this is the way movies were back then. Like, I definitely see all this shit, and it does, like, I recognize how quaint and 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 dated this yeah. all is. Well, I th- yeah, I think every, I think any fan of Bond recognizes that like the helicopter scene is dumb i hope so man i hope there's no like fucking Zack snyder-esque fans of of these old james bond movies because holy shit this barrel-chested sean connery in a fucking weird helicopter with a brimmed cap no one's looking at that and being like yeah that's cool right that looks like right it's they show a couple of shots like people on the ground look at him flying this little helicopter and you know they're all thinking like uh some rich dickhead tourist is just bought that like that's the kind of thing that harrison ford crashes on the santa monica golf course right. I, uh, so i want to talk about how this movie opens because mm-hmm. i again i don't i don't know is if it's like if you're used to bond films if this is a common thing uh this starts with a space kidnapping which is by far the funniest thing i've seen in a movie in a long time mm-hmm. the concept of kidnapping an astronaut in space is very funny to me. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's just because that's not where astronauts expect to get kidnapped. And indeed, it's where no one expects to be yeah. kidnapped. <laughs> and this fucking ship slowly comes just towards them. Very for- slowly. <laughs> you have enough time for them to be like, what is that? What's going on? Uh, What's going to happen? Oh, God, it's coming closer. Like, they talk it out. And it just opens up and eats their ship. Yep. It just kidnaps their asses. Mm-hmm. That is very funny. It is extremely funny. Yeah, yeah. The, that's the plot of this: is someone is kidnapping astronauts. Yeah, 
And they hap- it happens twice. And then the third time, NASA is still bringing people into space. And it was like, hey, NASA, you might want to cancel some launches. Yeah. Somebody's kidnapping there's this, your people. There's a, some fucking moon men running around up there yeah. snatching yeah, people. Because- <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and then it's followed by James Bond uh, making out with a lady in bed. He says, why do Chinese girls taste different than other girls? And then immediately gets murdered. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's the beginning, so he fakes the death. And I want to talk about faking the death, too. Yes. Um, why? Um, I think because it was sort of like a, a Ratha, Ratha Khan thing where fans had caught wind that Sean Connery was thinking about leaving. Okay. So they I were guess... they were playing with the idea that people some people were going into this movie like, "Oh man, are they going to kill James Bond? I heard they might kill James Bond cuz Sean Connery doesn't want to do it anymore." And then they kill him right away. And you Okay, have, that's and, fun. and the same thing happens in Wrath of Khan, except in Wrath of Khan it turns out to be a training mission and Spock was only pretending to be dead and then of course he right. dies for real at the end. And in right. this movie it's like, "Oh, he faked his death." It's like, "Well, yeah, in... we have a whole movie to go." <laughs> Yeah, in this one, the faking the death is the funniest fucking thing. For the first half of this movie, I don't think Bond is only like flung places. Does that make sense? Like every he's like going down slides and getting fired out, getting shot out of a torpedo tube. Yeah, Yeah, like everything is. But so he fakes his death by um, getting yeah murdered in the scene. Fake murdered. They do a burial at sea Mm -hmm. where they wrap him up and they dump him. Um, a bunch of scuba guys retrieve the body and put him in a submarine. The submarine fires him to the to Japan, where he then immediately takes no disguise and drives around in a uh, convertible. And I guess my question is, why do any of that? Because when, when Blofeld and folks find out he's still alive, one of them says, no, he's dead. I read it in the papers. And it occurs to me, why not just put out the news story? Why do the fake funeral? Because isn't that the Navy burying him mm-hmm. at sea and then the Navy retrieving him? Mm-hmm. So who is that funeral for? Uh, enemy agents who might be watching. Okay. There's no reason why he needed to be actually be in the casket. Yeah. Um, but I get why like staging the funeral and stuff is because we 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 quite literally are shown that there are bad people like watching with binoculars. Okay. Uh, but so like, it doesn't make sense why he, you, why would you put him in the casket? <laughs> Just right. Because he'd be in tricking? like the Pentagon or something. Like he'd be back, back at base in, in, in MI six or some shit. Right. And then just like fly him to Japan. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, this is how bond works. I'm sure all the other mm-hmm. bonds are like this. Yeah. It operates it's... on the same kind of logic. <laughs> Yeah, it, the logic is like, let's save time. Like, we got to get you to Japan, Bond, but we also have to fake your death. Why don't Why don't we just combine the two and fire you out of a submarine? It's efficient. It's, it's Listen, yeah, I guess. Listen, this motherfucker <laughs> wrote the BFG. Like, he yeah. knows how to get from scene to scene, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yeah, no, this movie is out of its mind. <laughs> yeah. We, we're, we're like eight minutes into it. Yeah. Yeah, and like astronauts have <laughs> been kidnapped mm-hmm. and One Sean just Connery got is loose. fired out of a submarine. Yes, that's the funniest fucking part because it closes and it clips his Clips his lifeline, he just floats away. Yeah. It's like the last, I don't know, until his oxygen ran out, he's just floating away watching. Yeah. What? 
what he must think is an alien spacecraft. Surely. Uh, yeah. Stealing his his uh partner. Yeah. And Thinking their, like and that their is, shuttle. We did not have a plan for this. Yeah, no, nothing nothing in the NASA training. Yeah. Prepared for an a, a, a mid-space kidnapping. That is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um so Bond has to go to Japan um to get to the bottom of the uh you know, the kidnapped astronauts. Right, yeah, they track it's they track the rocket but they can't quite figure out where it landed. So they think it's it could possibly be this they're hell-bent on the Americans are hell-bent on believing it's the Soviets, the Soviet Union. Right. And then MI6 is like, well, it could be Japan. So they send Bond that's, to Japan. That's the other funny thing about Blofeld's plan is that, like, yeah, surely you can't just fire a rocket into space and then land the rocket without people figuring out whereabouts that's happening, right? Uh, Maybe. This is 1967. I was about to say, in like the 60s, could, maybe that actually you, is a problem. You could get away with a lot of crimes back then. Especially space crimes. Definitely. No really watching nobody's space. watching that. It'd be amazing if how they just many, robbed them. Right. How many? Yeah, they just stick them up. Like they take the astronauts' <laughs> wallets. Yeah. They think that somehow their space capsule is up on blocks. Right. Um, <laughs> no, it's... They're, there's not really that many people watching what's happening in space. Yeah. Certainly not at this. I mean, this is two years before the the moon landing, right? So like, God, not, yeah, right. not too many countries have a, a space program. At God, this time. these fuckers are so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this All is right. an, this is an old ass movie, man. This really is. Uh, man. So he he goes to Japan. He it it's he sleeps with more people. There's that weird ass scene. So he goes down that guy's slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's like, all right. I mean, we like his bond ever bond. Just go through doors, man. This is so weird. Um, the guy like welcomes into his place and he says, consider my house yours, including my possessions to which several women walk out, mm-hmm. uh, which was, you know, a real bummer. And oh, then yeah. they take like business baths yeah, where they're getting massaged by naked are they gonna like come like in the same room? Like, what's ha- it's so? It's I think so. Th- I think they'll probably go to different rooms. Different rooms before they bust it's, that nut. Yeah, it's such a weird, like, yeah, uh, like what kind of fucking weirdo does this? I don't know, man. Is like, there's a spy coming to my place. Uh, c- like, I'm gonna make this like a real like weird fuck house for him. I don't know. There's just these are some creepy motherfuckers sure is my point Mm -hmm. and it's so it's like so shockingly casual uh i don't i don't know i I have no other observation just like weird shock from like how casual it is Mm -hmm. that they just sort of he's just like you want to have sex right mr bond that we're on this like weird like spy meeting like there's no reason we can't get our dicks wet too (laughs) is he the guy who gets stabbed no okay He's already the- he's he's already met that guy at this point. Okay, that guy gets stabbed. This is Tiger. Tiger Tanaka. Tiger. Okay. Um it was hard following the thread of this. This is a very and then and then and then type of that's also, situation. That's also typical of Bond movies. What usually happens is you'll get an inciting incident and it's not immediately clear what's happening, and then Bond will get on the case and he'll pull at one thread and it'll turn out to be 
something that is related but not really the main plot if that makes sense yeah 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 well i mean that that's also true of the daniel craig ones where Mm -hmm. it's like oh i have to talk to this guy oh god we're gonna fight Mm -hmm. you know and then it's a big sequence and then he gets i don't know a computer chip from the guy or like right sees a tattoo on him or something and it's like in next lead and it's always it's always a matter of like man i feel like there was an easier way to get the information uh Every time, but that's Bond. Yeah, that is it, definitely that, yeah, classic. Then Bond. it wouldn't be cool spy stuff. But it <laughs> definitely makes it hard to follow sometimes. A, a lot because... of a lot of them, yeah. I just I tend to, at least I did when I was a kid, because these movies are definitely confusing when you're younger and watching them. I just kind of like would just watch them, and you can yeah you, you can just watch them as a okay, and then this happens, and you're. And really, all you need to understand is that they're like, well, we got to go here. You're like, okay, I guess they got to go there. So, right. <laughs> so you can watch this and just let the movie take you. Yeah, um, it's about it's about the char- charisma of each scene and the action, right? Yeah. It's it's like, oh, Bond is uh, 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 doing sex stuff or Bond is killing people and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but there's never really much of a plot. Not really. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a very under, they're all like really underwritten mysteries where there's only, right. there's only really like two pieces of information for Bond to discover. And he'll, yeah. fi- he'll figure one out at like the first hour and then he'll figure one out with, he'll figure the second one out and that'll kick off act three. Right. And I realize now that watching this with the sensibilities of today, like the stunts, you're right, are good. They're good stunts. Yeah, but they're dated. They're yeah, they're, dated they're stunts. Dated. It's this the sixties. Yeah, this is a f- over fifty year old movie. Yeah, so I'm not thrilled anymore. You know, I need to see, I need to see James Bond get his testicles beaten. You know, <laughs> that's what I need now. That's what today's audience yeah. crave. Just shatter his testicles with a knot of rope. That is probably the most amazing thing done in a Bond movie because that was like everybody we're going like that is everybody's going in like yeah it's bond you know like uh, guys who've been watching this series forever nobody expected to watch him get his balls wailed on just, while he screamed <laughs> just his balls pummeled yeah. just that's some, pummeled. that's some gritty james bond right there i guess and i loved that, it i loved it that in my mind that is one of the silliest things i've ever seen in a bond movie it is. is well, it's is, so is, inappropriate. Is right. It's so like, and it's Bond. They sit him down in a little, in a special nut smashing chair. Yeah. Like, no, it's, 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 you look at this where it's like, what is it going to be, bad guy? Are you going to dip me in your piranha pool? And he's like, no, I'm just going to wail on your balls. No, I got and this. It's like, like, oh, I got this like special chair with the bottom cut out. Yeah. yeah we're just going to tie you down <laughs> into it. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to beat the Christ out of your balls. Yeah. I'm going to beat your balls so hard you have to go to the hospital. I'm going to juice your balls yeah. with this <laughs> piece is, of rope. What an incredible thing to happen to James Bond. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to smash those things like tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so the weird, the bathhouse uh, business jizzing bleeds him to the, the, the business where he goes to the guy Mm-hmm. who like immediately can tell he's a spy which i found very funny yeah he's just like x-rays him and he's just, like kill that guy yeah there's 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 a bit of the element this fuck okay there's a fun recurring element of of bond movies that's only 
kind of represented in this movie is that he really never disguises who he is like he will just walk no. in like the famous you know bond james bond and it's because he, he he will just walk into places and tell people his real name he doesn't give a fuck right and um, it's in the daniel craig ones it's yeah he's a bad spy he's bad at being a spy kind of he, sh- he's, he shouldn't be doing this it's anymore. like this uh, it's funny i was watching this with marina who has not e- also she also hasn't seen really much bond definitely not any older bond but she watches a lot of archer Right. So she's watching the show and being like, oh, that's what that is. So, right. This is almost a parody of itself. Yes. The, it, our, all, like all Archer is, is, or rather, Bond is Archer if the, in, the rest of the world saw Archer the same way he sees himself. Right. Uh, so you just take away the self awareness from Archer that, and you have Bond. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's why this is, it's like, I feel like the newer Daniel Craig ones, they do a better job at recognizing that like, yeah, he's kind of a shitty spy or he's bold and they, they do a lot of more loose cannon shit and like, they tend to, he's, yeah. a, he's a wild alcoholic. These, they, it's like yeah. people are so enamored with Sean Connery right. they, they that definitely... it seems less self-aware yes. of how bad of a spy he is. Well, it was more, it was more tongue in cheek. Like the Daniel Craig ones go for the gritty realism. And it's like, rather than have him be like the suave James Bond, which is what he kind of tends to be. They just have Daniel Craig be the violent James Bond, (laughs) which he is, which he is also, but like they tend to, they tend to downplay how violent he is in these older ones. But anyway, the point I was bringing up is that when he walks into the chemical place, he does give a fake name. He says his name is Mr. Fisher, but it doesn't matter because like you said, the guy is just immediately like, he just turns an x-ray on and sees that Bond is carrying a gun. He's like, well, this guy is a fucking spy. Like his cover is blown instantly regardless. And he's not acting like, he's acting like, I don't know, suave and like, like he knows something he doesn't. Like he's acting sketchy. He's acting aloof. Yeah, that's a better word for it. Which, you know, you could argue that it's appropriate because like if you were if you really didn't have anything to hide, you would behave like you didn't have anything. You would behave like you were impatient to get to your 12 o'clock tea time or whatever. Right. That's true. Um, But yeah, that's I, I just I never stop laughing at the fact that his cover in every single Bond movie is blown instantly. Yeah, he's he's so bad at it. He's terrible. He, at it. Like, uh, yeah, he's not I, he didn't even get a haircut. Like she, they they point out it's like it can't be James Bond. He was killed. I saw it in the paper. I'm like, yeah, we saw the newspaper too. It was a headline right next to a giant picture of him. Yeah, exactly. Of that guy. And, and it's at this <laughs> point in the movie that you think, man, someone should put a disguise on him. Later, you're like, oh no, don't do that. Don't. Well, never mind. Like, can we talk about that? Because that's. Let's talk about that. <laughs> All right, we're nearing that. He goes to hang out with ninjas. I'm still not sure why he does that why he has to assume a marriage um they're trying to get him they're trying to get him undercover into this fishing village right and it's not really a tourist spot uh right but he doesn't have to get married he doesn't have to get married (laughs) no it's like they're they're like you must take a wife and then they do all this stuff about how she's ugly and it was like by my fucking god movie um oh i think that was the character teasing him Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. because I think the because he asks like, well, what is she? Is basically, Tiger tells him he's like, well, you have to take a wife. I have an agent down in the village who's gonna who's gonna uh, uh, masquerade as your wife. And he's like, and Bond basically asks, is she hot? Yeah, 
Of course he does. Is she hot? And he's like, ah, no, she looks like a pig. And then, of course, when we see her, she's like a gorgeous actress. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Right. Um, whom they, like, they, refuse this feels to give, they refuse to give her clothes, by the way. She fights the entire third act in uh, like eight inches of bikini. Oh, yeah. It's very, very of funny. <laughs> Everybody else is like fully clad ninjas. And then right. she's running around. They don't even I give still her a don't know gun. Why, I don't know why he had to do any of this. He's 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 british secret service or spy or whatever yeah like he doesn't he doesn't need to go to this like well, ninja camp and train it felt it really felt like they were spinning their wheels at this point uh to get us to like that two hour mark yeah maybe i don't know um it, but again it's it's if you're if you're watching it for the action and you're trying to get it's stuff like that where when he when he dipshits away in his fucking wiener jet uh like helicopter or whatever mm-hmm. like that is i'm sure at the time that was a very thrilling stunt moment but like watching it now you're you kind of your eyes glaze over a little bit so yeah a part of part of the movies at this time was showing like some cool new tech like yes, i i assume yeah. i assume that little pud- puddle skipper was probably relatively new yeah that's uh, true. there's another one where he uses a working jetpack, and it's a very similar sequence where like you watch it now and it's like well that's kind of lame but like right in the 60s you're like fuck that guy's got a jetpack imagine right. imagine where we'll be in 50 years it's like well yeah. we kind of figured out the jetpacks were stupid and unworkable so we stopped tinkering with yeah. those um okay so let's talk about so they they change his hairstyle this they okay, definitely hold put on, something hold on, on his face hold on okay hold on okay okay <laughs> I feel like you need to introduce this by saying Tiger looks at Bond and he's like, okay, we got to get you blended into this fishing village so that we can investigate what's happening because we definitely know, like they tracked a bunch of rocket fuel being sent to this fishing village in some like sparsely populated island of Japan. It's not a tourist spot. Very odd that somebody would be sending this much rocket fuel there. So he's got to get undercover because they don't know how long they're going to be there. It still doesn't make any sense why we'd have to take a wife or anything. But anyway, Um, it's still, it's basically right. He's going there to like, look around uh, to see if they can figure out what's where this rocket fuel is going. Right. And in a normal James Bond, you could do literally that. Just go there and look around like just, I just mean, like follow it, the truck of rocket it, fuel. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what the that's what Tiger does. He follows the boat. That's how right. they, that's how they get to the island. Um, well, then you just like scope out the island. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's yeah. get to what happens. All right, all right. So Tiger's like, okay, you got to take a wife, and we also it's like you got to learn, you got to train to be a ninja. And I'm like, all right, dope. We're gonna teach Sean Connery to be a ninja, and he's like, you right. also have to become Japanese. Yep. Okay. So what? become japanese means is they're gonna put a a bowl cut wig on him yep they're going to lengthen his eyebrows yep and they're gonna put little little prosthetic pieces uh underneath his eyelids or just like just above his eyelids to give his eyes a more almond shape now what this does well uh, they're also also gonna spray him with bronzo they sure are (laughs) they're also gonna spray him with bronzo so the end result is a guy with a shitty haircut this is like (laughs) team america level like this disguise feels like satire right it's it's <laughs> this is some breakfast at Tiffany's shit. Well, like, this was well, shocking. That, well, that's the thing is this 
this disguise is always way dumber than I remember because I always remember it being way, way more racist. Like I remember it being like Mickey Rooney and Breakfast no, at it's, Tiffany's. No, it's not that. It's more like he looks like a Vulcan. Right, like exactly. It's, it's, exactly. it's a bad disguise. He, yeah, right. He doesn't look like it's not even like when you no. hear when you when you hear him say uh oh, we're going to make you Japanese and then like this movie is infamous for being the one where J- James Bond puts on a Japanese disguise you're like bracing yourself it's 1967 you're like this is going to be the most racist shit ever and it just it's not that it's just it's a it just looks like a guy oh, with a shitty haircut like, I honestly he does not I even think... approach looking Japanese he just looks yeah. like Sean Connery with a bad my, haircut and a spray tan my guess is at the time they were actually thinking, I don't want to use the word progressively, but they, I think they had enough cast and they were filming in Japan mm-hmm. that there was probably enough people on set to speak up and go, uh, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like some makeup, some artist is showing up with like false teeth or something. Oh, yes. And they're like, yeah, yeah you got to uh, stop right there. Stop right there. We're not doing that. So I think this was the movie thinking. It was doing a respectful version yeah. of this, a subtle, more nuanced version of this fucking <laughs> the horrific result, bullshit. The end result is that Sean, they give Sean Connery a 10-year-old boy's haircut. Yeah. The end result is it, any room he walks into, someone's immediately going to go, what's wrong with that guy? What is that? What's happening over there? I'm sorry. Stop everything. We need to get to the bottom of that guy. Yeah. What is he doing? What is, is he, that? Is he? What is happening? Is, over yeah. There? That is a white guy wearing a bunch of shit on him. Uh, and that is, I'm pretty sure, extremely offensive. It's, it's, it's Jesus fucking Christ. It's, that's, that's the baffling thing is I'm not, I, I don't even know if it is offensive. Oh, it's definitely offensive. Okay. So but it it's is just, <laughs> well, I think it's always offensive to, to do you're something. Right. Yeah. But okay. Like, yeah. Any, any, any time, right. Anytime you're going to be like, we need to disguise this white person to look like, and then you, uh, you unless just... you're making an observation about that. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. has gotten away with that mm-hmm. somehow. Um, but like that was an observation about uh, the actor. Yeah, yeah. But like in this case, I mean, this is—it's just—it's so I know what stupid. you're saying. Where it's like, like they're not—they're not quite. <laughs> it doesn't even. They're not doing any like radical, weird stereotypes or anything. But it's still not cool. Right. <laughs> it would be like not cool. This is the best—the best example I can think of. It would be like somebody being like, oh, so you're Japanese? So you really like pizza, huh? Like, it's like being wrong racist. It's being wrong racist. It's yes. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Because <laughs> like, that's the thing. He doesn't look like a, a, a caricature that you would see at the time. He doesn't look like a racist caricature. caricature. No, no. He also doesn't look Japanese. Doesn't look Japanese. He <laughs> um, looks like Sean Connery with a spray tan and a 10-year-old's like, haircut. It's. I think it, it was like when they were doing. It's like the movie fucking um, Cloud Atlas, where they're swapping races left and right. Yeah, and they they go every which way, and it's sort of the point is the idea is that these are the same souls and bodies. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that, and they clearly knew at the time when they were doing the makeup. Yeah, we we want to be respectful. Right. This can't be a caricature. Yeah, 
it's the 1960s equivalent of that, mm-hmm. but in a movie that absolutely doesn't deserve or warrant it. Not not to say that Cloud Atlas necessarily does either. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, this is a Sean Connery, James Bond action film, mm-hmm. and they the movie comes to a screeching halt so they can make him look uh, Japanese, according to them. And it is a absolute disaster. It's, it's to the point where you could probably delete most of the controversy around this movie by just like re-recording that just overdubbing that line so that tiger says something like oh we should like change your appearance so that nobody recognizes you and then you right. it, would, you pro- it probably wouldn't even occur to you that originally the line was we got to make you look japanese because it really just looks like they changed his hair and like uh, gave him a yeah, tan they definitely the tan is like mm. Yeah, it's not. It's I, it's, I know it's what like, you're saying, which is that it's like yeah, not. It's, it's not. It's not super pronounced. It's not like it's not like even the right skin tone. So it's just like it's like somebody, like we said, it's somebody being wrong, racist. Yeah, it's like it's definitely it, racist. Yes, at it no is. Point, it is. It is definitely racist adjacent. At no, at no point <laughs> do I, I. I need to make it clear that I'm not defending any aspect. No, I'm of not. This. I, I want to make it's that, just so uniquely bad, right? In a I, way that's hard to completely pin down, right? I, I, I wanted to. I want to make that clear too. It's <laughs> that's what's like funny to me about it is like it's not even. Like you're bracing yourself for like, oh God, this is going to, and it just doesn't even like, I, I don't know. It's wrong racist is the best thing. It, it's so wrong not, what you're, it's so not what you're expecting, which is like partially a relief, but then it becomes way. A relief is the right word because you're like, you're, again, you're bracing for something horrible, but right. it's still insulting because you're just, you're, it's still a holy shit. Right. Moment. But like it in the, in the way that it's like, so, ah, it's, it's very hard to explain but it's just like, it's so not any, ah, fuck. It's just the dumbest disguise. It it's doesn't awful. make, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like it looks more like he's trying to blend in in, in an episode of the Jersey Shore. Yes. Like it's <sighs> he he's doing Italian face. He's more. doing Italian face <laughs> more than way, he is doing Japan it's all, face. It's it's all it's, part it's all in it's the same racist right, bucket. It's still racist adjacent. It's yeah. just so I would even say adjacent. Right. I would say it's it's in that it's in that racist in that, filing cabinet. It's in the same filing It's just cabinet. not in the shelf that you would expect. Right. It's it's not filed correctly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's, oh, it's so fucking spectacularly stupid. This movie it's like, is why a did fucking you, mess. Why did you even do that? <laughs> why any of this? Because they fucking... They, this is what I mean. Is like they do that weird elaborate funeral. And then later, they literally... Someone says, I read in the paper that he died. So it's like, oh, all you really had to do is like put out uh, uh do a fake funeral and put out a, a news story then they he makes no attempt to disguise himself for the first half of the movie mm-hmm. then when they go to this island they're like you have to disguise yourself does anybody ever see him in those scenes no that's the other thing is he's it, those, that disguise never does anything no because he he wears a big hat and is like he hunches over so you yeah. nobody can see his face anyway. So it's like totally pointless to have him it put is. on this disguise. And it's like just spinning its wheel. It yeah. feels like a comedy bit. Yeah. It feels like Team America, where it's like just well, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, that's like an additional layer to it is that they don't they never like 
they never like linger on it the way that it would if it's intentionally funny they just like slide it in there and like you see it you you kind of see it his disguise in full view the next day when he's like bow staff training and it's like wait what that's his disguise right the fuck is that yeah (laughs) it's so weird and then they do the whole ninja stuff and the ninja stuff never really comes into like they do this whole thing where they're like you must be a ninja and oh that was just that was and it's like this none of this matters it's none of it make the movie 90 minutes make it 90 minutes that was probably like james bond movies are also notorious for like chasing whatever is currently popular right and so so it was probably the rise of yeah martial arts were probably big at the time uh so he sneaks into the volcano uh uh does he try to sneak into space yes okay just he tries to casually like you would like if you were like going into a nightclub he like casually tries to sneak into space which i thought was very funny Mm -hmm. and then they're like stop right there hold on (laughs) (laughs) you're not an astronaut yeah specific it's blofeld specifically he's like wait 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 stop that guy yeah because he's a bad spy because he doesn't know how to act like an astronaut that's what happens no as they say he does he does flex what is like 50 percent uh of the rule of blending in and that is you just act like you know what you're doing oh yeah absolutely you get away with a lot yeah yeah. you get away with a lot if you just act like you know what exactly what you're doing and you're supposed to be there yeah yeah and he's buzzing around this place and it's dumbass people movers it's a real i mean again it's like 60s stuff but it's so funny yeah there's Uh, one moment in particular where he finds like the jailed astronauts and he's about to break them out oh yeah but then he has to hide briefly because one of those eggs moves by and it makes the funniest noise and it's just like this little egg with a guy sitting in it yeah it's like it's like like, they're they're like rocking back and forth because they're really flimsy yeah the the rocks are like an episode of tng when they're in a cave like it's a real flimsy fucking set oh yeah uh and uh when if you noticed uh in the end when the volcano base is exploding uh yeah. it's it's done in miniature uh and y- the little the little fake bodies that are on the ground it, i'm not sure what they were made out of but like the explosion is enough to like send them all bouncing into the air <laughs> so it's like all these these fake people bodies oh, just man. bouncing up into the air while the doom base is exploding so the bad guy is revealed to be samuel Lo- loomis yep uh it's uh i he i mean he's perfect he's always perfect yeah i love i love that the cat (laughs) freaks out in that one yeah when they're several times there's a few scenes where you could tell donald pleasance like uh, actor donald pleasance is like struggling with this fucking cat the uh the most notable scene for me was when he shoots osado or osada who's the uh the other the old like japanese businessman right uh right before he gets into his egg mobile to escape is that when he has to put the cat down yes <laughs> yeah because <laughs> the cat's the not cat having it it's losing its mind in that again shot. <laughs> this is really funny to me because again i'm pretty sure in austin powers they do bits with the cat right yeah because it's so it's so funny that like Hollywood cats, because you think of this cat, this particular cat, the Blowfield cat, that's like on the top of this list of like movie cats, right? And they're always, whenever I think back of this type of cat, the villain petting the cat, 
it's always like a really stoic, respectable cat, like a sinister, mm-hmm. like, yes, this is my master. Every scene, this cat is just being a fucking cat. Yeah. And it's just freaking out. It's clinging to him. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where it's got its, like, paws up on its shoulder. Yeah, it's, like, wrapped it's, around him. And it, there's yeah. one where it, it, it's, like, it looks like it's meowing, but they mix the sound out. So yeah. it's just, like, this cat face, like, Meh! Yeah. They did not get a good cat. <laughs> they got a bad cat. Or the, just the cat, an average cat. The cat does okay until, like, the gunshots and the explosions start. Yeah. And well, then, they, it and mostly, then the cat's, like, mm-mm. Even when he's, but just re- like even when he's just regularly holding it, they have to keep cutting away to close-ups of the cat because it's clear that they like drugged the cat and got like fifteen minutes of it just being pet on his lap or something, mm-hmm. and they keep cutting to that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Once the action starts, why would they ever think to s- do stunts around with this the cat? cat? Donald probably, Pleasance yeah. must have gotten fucking cut up, <laughs> like. I no mean, way. unless the cat, unless the cat unless was declawed, declawed, which is yeah. a real possibility. Yeah. Um, it looked like it was digging in. Though. Yeah, that cat, especially <laughs> in that last where it jumped, where he has to drop it. That cat is yeah. losing its mind. It is not into it. It's like, I don't know what bullshit you guys are playing here, but I am not into any of this. I would like to I would like to leave now, please. That last oh, It man. is so fucking funny. It's like it's always you know, it it's throughout you notice it doing like little things, but in this in yeah. this in this last shot, it is just like you can't see anything but that cat freaking out. It is so <laughs> blatant in this last scene. Right. And it it really feels like a parody. Like you can see the scene. <laughs> You could see the scene where the guy's petting the cat, the cat freaks out, and he being like, okay, fine, go, just go. Like having like a cat, like the evil villain having like a cat fight uh, that any cat owner has. Mm-hmm. Like you can absolutely see that happening because he's on the verge of just tossing that cat to the ground and being like, fucking, all right, fine. Uh, it is so funny. Yeah, and how then he, not into it that cat is. And then he tosses the cat to the uh, he tosses the cat down and hops in his eggmobile and escapes. And then the volcano explodes. So um, yeah, that, that cat's dead. That cat is dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a classic fucking cat. It is manner. That, is, that cat that is. ran away into its own fucking demise. That is one dead cat. Yeah, yeah, and then the volcano explodes and James Bond raw dogs on a raft. Yeah, it is. And then a and submarine comes up underneath it. Yeah. Sure. And that's the movie. Um Yeah, boy is it. It So I know that they this was all building to Blowfield. Um and I forget how that stupid new James Bond did it, but this going back into the and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and the late introduction of him uh and not having the context of the movies around it, which I feel like part of this is it's not the movie's fault, what I'm describing. Um, dated action, um, not knowing the context. It's such an anticlimactic movie because it's one thing after nothing, uh, after another thing. None of it feels, except for the beginning scene where the astronauts get kidnapped, none of it feels like it's like being wrapped up. You know what I mean? Nothing feels set up. Mm hmm. And then this villain shows up in like the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. and is immediately thwarted and fucks off. Yeah. And there's something like, 
I don't know. Is is Blofeld like is he in the previous movies? Like I said, he's like you never you don't see his face, so he's like revealed to be behind the scenes in some of the previous movies. This is the first time you ever actually see yeah. him. I feel like it works better that way. He's the Thanos. He's the Thanos of this. Yeah. Um but there's yeah, I don't know. Like my overall note of this movie was it was very anticlimactic. Um it ends it wraps up very quickly. Uh and it it feels disjointed because it's just one thing after another. And since I wasn't wrapped up in the stunts because they're dated, I feel like I I probably just felt that harder than audiences at the time would. Yeah, no that's fair. Yeah. It's not really a critique. Like it's it's just a my personal experience with this movie. And it's fucking funny and weird and super misogynist and uh, racist. Yes. Like the first thing he says, it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So you're racist and sexist. Real double whammy. All right. Yep. My God. We got to check all those boxes right away. Yeah. 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 And then it's fucking Sean Connery and we know who he is. Yeah. This is a hard point is that if you don't have nostalgia for it, this is a very hard watch. I think in terms of like, like cringing, there's so much cringing in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. What's your favorite era of Bond? Like, what are your favorite Bond movies? Um, If you had to do pre Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. what would you say is like the ones that stand out? Uh, I don't know. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Right. Um, Like, I like the timothy dalton ones better as like movies because they're a okay. little they're a little more contemporary right you said you like the slower ones uh the, i like the slower ones for a different reason they're like kind of more like you just kind of like put them on and chill mm-hmm. and can kind of like look over because there'll be long stretches that are kind of dull in these right. in these uh uh sean connery ones and then the uh roger moore ones are like scooby-doo wacky that sounds fun. They're really, really silly. I'm into that. Um, so it just depends on kind of what I'm in the what I'm in the mood. Like if I want to watch like yeah. a, if I want to watch like a movie that I'm like, yeah, this movie's good. I'll like sit down and watch License to Kill with the Timothy Dalton. All right, sweet. If I want to watch like I want to watch like a James Bond movie, I'll probably watch a Sean Connery movie. And if it's like if I want I want to watch a stupid James Bond movie, I'll watch a Roger Moore one. Right. Okay. Yeah. I. It occurs to me. Um, and it's not just James Bond, Mission Impossible 2. Um, a lot of these, the spy action genre. They have errors, I watch, yeah. yeah, I always watch each movie exactly once and never really care to go back to it. Like, the modern Mission Impossibles, I don't think I've seen them more than maybe twice per movie. Mm-hmm. Same with James Bond. Like, Casino Royale, I remember really liking. I, I don't go back and watch that. No, I haven't. Um, I've I've only seen two of the Daniel Craig ones, and I have not rewatched them. Yeah, um, I, it's weird. Like, unless I'm asked to, in this case, I feel no like I never feel any like uh uh need to go back and watch them. I'm never like, ooh, I'm in the mood to put on some James Bond. So I feel like I'm the worst audience for this. Yeah, probably. Because this is an old film, it's dated, it's problematic, and it's not a genre that I that like speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's because at no point does the character ever feel out of control. 
You know what well, I mean? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's you have to be. I mean, it. You know, that's like watching a superhero movie too. In fairness, it uh, is. Which you, a lot of those don't work, but they make up for them because they're they they have the modern humor and shit that's probably going to be dated one day. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, and and it has the spectacle that I'm sure will be dated. There's a very good chance people like me will go back and look at superhero films and be like, nah, not into it. And maybe it's for the same reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it still feels like superhero movies. They understand that there has to be like moments where you know they're the underdog. Yeah, I think it it um it depends on how big of a fan you are of the world that they're existing in. Too, it's like, do I want to keep existing in this world or not? Right. Um, like I'm never worried for Captain America, but that's not that's true. Necess- I don't like watch Captain America movies to be in suspense about whether or not he's going to come out on top. It's like. Can you? <laughs> no, you imagine, can't. <laughs> can Can you imagine if Thanos bashed his balls in a chair, Captain America? Like they just did that scene where he's just strapped naked to a chair. Yes, Thanos whipping him. That's really. I I do have to. As funny as it is, that's fucking scene in James Bond because I think they knew and they're like, we're gonna do something that's like irreversible to him. Like that's that's a shocking idea. If like someone cut off James Bond's ear, yeah, or something like that, that would be fucking out of control. Yes, because they're committing to it because that's what it is. Is and it's the same with superhero films. Is when it's like, oh no, how's he gonna get out? It's always that feeling of like, yeah, we know there's going to be more movies. It There's no actual stakes. Yeah. Which is why like uh, Endgame stands out so much for superheroes because there's they're actually like, yeah, we're going to fucking off some fools mm-hmm. uh, until they find ways to bring them back. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, um... Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is very similar to superhero. It, it is yeah. the same pattern, um, and like just movies in general, just any broad action. You mm-hmm. know the John Wicks, etc. Um, the, the Schwarzenegger films of the eighties or nineties. Mm-hmm. Like it's all. It's all the same game. Yeah, you want to watch this character kick ass and win however this character does that right i think it's it maybe it's because i don't like bond i just don't like him especially this bond yeah if you don't like him then why the fuck would you be into watching this movie (laughs) yeah he's a sexist you know like uh, a fucking creep weirdo that just refuses to die yeah (laughs) yeah you got his number yeah yeah that's that's him all right yeah motherfucker's gotta get his balls bashed in oh fuck all right well i got nothing else i mean we can be done we're we've done about an hour sure sure i don't know anything else to say do you feel like there's something there's something that needs to be said about this movie no i feel like it's probably going to be another several years before i see it again and in that amount of time i will once again forget exactly how dumb his disguise is yeah and then i'll watch it again and it'll all come rushing back right yeah, I like I said at the top of this, I'm pretty sure I saw this movie at some point. Probably. Uh there were there were, I remembered like the cat freaking out, little things like that. So, I don't know. Um I don't I yeah, I, I might be the same way as in a couple years I might have forgotten and for one reason or another. I was actually scared we had already covered this film. No, I think we've only done like one Bond movie. 
Yeah, well, we did it for Best Bad Movie. That's uh, right, yeah. Gun. That's why I remember this third nipple. Oh, we also did Die Another Day. We did? Mm-hmm, yeah, Alex. Oh, yeah, for Best Bad Movie, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, God, I couldn't tell you anything that happens in that movie. Uh, there's an invisible car. Oh, it's the fucking, it's the tsunami that's yeah, the surfing. Yeah, windsurfing the tsunami. Ooh, that's a, oof. That's a bad one. What was the one after that? The There was one with Halle Berry. That's the one with Halle Berry. You're shitting me. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. What's the one? All right. There's one after that. I remember going to a no, Florida cinema. No, there's not. Really? That is the last Pierce is Brosnan that the one. one. That, does that begin with the hover hover tanks, boats, things? Maybe. Oh, Christ. I think I saw that movie in a Cinemark in Florida with my mom, and I re- I distinctly remember leaving and us having nothing to say about the movie. Yeah, why would you? That's that's a movie yeah. that just passes right through you. Yeah. Oh God. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That that's uh, you only live twice. Uh, <laughs> not the worst Bond movie. I'll say that about it. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Not by yeah. Not even. Not even it's, close. It's, really. Yeah. Not even close. Like at I've all. seen way worse ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Whew. all right well thanks harris thank you very much yeah yeah thanks chum uh, <laughs> harris did this through our patreon and if you're interested you can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed for five dollars a month you can get two exclusive podcasts a week those podcasts are tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac uh we we're coming up on some big shit on both of those podcasts we're in the middle of the Snyderverse. We uh, sure coverage. are. Yeah. We're parts two of four. Yeah, you guys have <laughs> beaten the length of the actual Snyderverse, or almost have. You will. You definitely will. You've put out about four hours of talking about half of the Snyderverse, and we're also coming up on the X Files movie. That's true. Yeah, in like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I bought the Blu-ray. It's here, Tom. So I'm gonna dive into the behind the scenes of that shit. Let me tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out some facts about X-Files. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sink our fangs into it. Yeah. Anyway, check check our patron out. We also watch movies uh, every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, that's like tomorrow. Uh, and something tells me we might be watching a certain uh, movie about uh, giant monsters fighting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're, we're absolutely going to be watching that. Yeah, 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 yeah um we also have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully employed we get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of things so check that out yes we got new stuff we got uh we sure do we got a couple uh we got that tomb not tombs we got this fluke man courtroom <laughs> fucking oh, check man. it out yeah it's pretty sweet yeah it is pretty sweet like us indeed right? yeah we're sweet we're sweet we're sweeties couple of sweeties mm-hmm. that's us yeah, that's that. That sounds like us. If you said I need to, fi- I need to find us a couple of sweeties. I would be like, that sounds like me and Dave. Yeah, you got your sweeties right here. Mm-hmm. We're right here, a couple man. Couple of sweeties coming right up. Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>